Thank you for joining us on our podcast for Faith Center Church. We hope today's message builds you up and brings you hope right where you're at. Hope you enjoyed the message. Praise God. Okay, so I'm going to prepare you in the fact that this word is different. It's different. But we live in a different world right now. And so I can't bring you a word or he won't allow me to bring you a word. Trust me, I tried all week. I tried all week to get a normal word, like the normal way I like. But you know what? You can't sometimes preach in the normal way when things aren't normal. There's nothing normal right now. And I will not accept the new normal. And so I'm not going to minister today in a normal way. I'm not going to preach on something in a normal way. I'm just telling you now. It's out there. We got some people that are out there. And, you know, I'll be real with you. I, I think some of this is for those that are online watching. But it's for you too. But I want you to prepare now to hear through the Spirit and not your flesh. Because there might be moments you're going to question it a little bit. That's okay. I did too. (laughs) But God. Amen? But God. So the title of this word is let the old go. Let the old go. Let the old way of doing things go. Because the old way of doing things won't work in the new. The old way of doing things won't work right now. We cannot do anything old like we used to of norm. It's not going to work. Let the old way go. And here's the deal. Sometimes that's easier said than done. And let me tell you why. Because we are set in our old ways. We like the old way of doing things. Don't make me change, God. It's very comfortable. Luke 5, 10 and 11 says this. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. I hear that right now in the spirit. With everything that is going on, don't be afraid. Sometimes easier said than done. From now on, you will fish for people. That's a little different. I mean, let's just be real for a moment. How many times have you heard this? But if you were a disciple and you heard this, oh, you're not going to fish for fish anymore. You're not going to do things the old way. You're not going to do things like you used to. You're going to do something new. You're not going to fish for fish. You're going to fish for people. Oh, how do we do that? Do we hook them? That's why he said at the very beginning, do not be afraid. Because I'm going to call you to do something new. I'm going to call you to get out of the old. And I'm asking you to come into the new. Because if you don't get out of the old, you're never going to experience what I have for you that is new. So you can't do things in the old way, in the natural way. you got to do them in the spirit. I want you to fish for people. Then he goes on to say, So they pulled their boats up on shore left everything and followed him. They left the old behind. You got to let the old go. They had to let the old go in order to do what God was telling them to do, in order to be who God was telling them to be. 
Last week, Pastor Craig spoke about Peter. The moment that he stepped out of the boat, get this, he had to let the old go. He could now not do things like he used to do with Jesus. He could not do things in the old way. He got to do it a little new. Hear that. And here's what's crazy. He had already walked with Jesus nearly three years. But now, he's walking with the master in a way he never has before. It's a new way. Therefore, I can't do it the old way. Are you hearing this? In order to embrace the new, you got to let the old go. What's old in your life? I can tell you anything that is old in my life is very familiar to me. Sometimes it's what's familiar to you, what you're used to doing all the time. Anything that is old is something that is appeasing your flesh other than the presence of God. That's old. You have to understand, Peter discovered a new Jesus that day. And once he stepped out of the boat into the new, into the unknown, into the borders he's never known, he could never go back. Oh, you can't go back now, Peter. Because <laughs> if you try, you'll sink. And, and there was a moment, oh, I got to go back to the old. And the moment he went back to the old, he began to drown. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to step out into the new, don't go back to the old, you're going to drown. It'll drown you. You got a choice to make. Either stay in the old or get in the new. Either be hot or either be cold, but you can't be lukewarm. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. You're either going to be with him or you're not. Hear it? In order to do something new, you can't bring the old into the new. You just can't. Wish we could. But you can't. The way that Peter walked with Jesus in the past, on the land, on the ground, in the dirt. No, you can't walk with him like that now on the, on the water. This is new. This is new territory we're entering in. This is new ground we're walking in, faith center. This is a new error. This is a new place that we have to walk with Jesus like we never have before. And it's going to get scary. That's why you got to focus on Jesus and not what's underneath you and around you because there's a storm. There's a storm. See, sometimes Jesus don't make it easy on me to walk with him in a new way. I'm not walking through the lilies today. Can I just be honest? I'm riding a tidal wave. Are you? Oh, but it's wild. And it makes me depend on him and not me and not you. And that's what he's after. Hear that? Some of you are about to walk with Jesus in ways people dream of. But the only way to do it is you got to let the old way of doing things go. You know, you may look at some people in your life that you admire. I have people that I look up to. Man! To preach like that, to live like that, to have that. But I'm telling you right now, they have let some old things go. Do I want to do that? Because Jesus is no respecter. God is no respecter. He doesn't favor me more than you or you more than me. But he does favor those that step out in that faith. 
and focus on him and depend on him. There's nothing greater than to depend on Jesus. Are you dependent on him? For God's ways are higher than our way of doing things. Oh, we hear that scripture, and I love it. Oh, God, may your way be higher than my way. Well, then, Cammie, you're going to have to do it my way and not your way. See, this is the only way we're going to get to that place where God does something higher than our ways. we got to get out of the way. We can't have our way. We can't do things like we've known. Question, are you stuck in your old ways? Because sometimes it's not that we're set in our old ways, we're stuck. See, there's a real difference in being set in your old ways and being stuck. It's not that you don't, I don't want to be here, but you're stuck there. I hear that. You're stuck there. And this isn't a question directed to the older crowd. Are you stuck in your old ways? Because you can be set in your old ways and be young in age. You do not have to be old to be set in an old way. Old mindsets. Old thoughts. Old voices. Old habits. Old addictions. Old sin. Old relationships. Old religion. Old. You don't have to be, come on, old to be set in some old, old regrets. Got to let the regret go. It's old. It's the same song, same dance. Let it go. Let it go. The old way of doing things isn't always the right way to do things. Just because grandma did it a certain way doesn't mean you're going to do it that way. Unless it's her biscuits and gravy, then by all means do it the old way. Because there's just some old that it's really, you just need to leave it alone. Trust me, I've tried to do it a new way and it don't work. We were literally tasting paste. That, that gravy was like, okay. But all joking aside, if you can't embrace the new, come on, you'll never experience it. You got to let the old go to embrace the new. And God has something new for you. Boy, I heard that in my prayer time. He has got something new for you, a new dream, a new vision, new perspective, new purpose, a new plan. Hear that. Some of you, he has even new callings, new ministry, a new identity. He's about to give some of you a brand new identity. And I saw this in my prayer time. I I saw new enterprises, new developments. Uh, I saw new businesses. Hear this, I saw new corporation, new dreams, new jobs. For some of you, even new careers. I saw some of you going from being an employee to an employer. New, he has something new for you. Some of you, it's a new fruit because you got some old fruit. And it's raw and it's it's bitter and it's rotten. He's got a new harvest for you. Are you getting this? But to embrace the new, you got to let go of the old. He's got a new promise for you, new clients, new opportunities, new doors, new avenues, new areas, new methods, new structures, new systems are waiting for you. Get this, it is so new that no eye has seen it, no ear has heard it, and no 
heart has felt it, that which he has for those who love me. It is so new that it has the word brand in front of it. It's brand new. Oh, man, I like new, but when it's brand new, that means it's never been used before. It's never been done before. It's never been seen before. That's what I want. And that's what he has for you. It is brand new, but in order to receive it, you got to let go of the old. Because the old way of doing things won't work in the new. Who you were then is not who you are now. The old man is dead. Behold, all things are new. See, God's doing a new work in you. There's a new version of you. Hear that? The new version of you. Therefore, you can't have the old thoughts, old lie, old fear. It won't survive in the new. It won't survive in the new. And if you keep it there, eventually it will devour the new. You got to get it out. You got to get it out. God's not going to give you something that's been used. I don't serve a used God. He will not give you something that's already been used by somebody else. Your fingerprint is the only one. There is nothing. No one else has it. Hear this, please. He's not going to give you something that's already been used, but something that's brand new. A brand new anointing. A brand new boldness. A brand new faith. Brand new miracle. Brand new deliverance. Come on. A brand new church. Some of you are sitting here. It's a brand new church. Because he's doing something brand new in you. You let the old go. You let the old pass away. And I'm telling you, this crowd back here, you better watch them. Because this brand new work he's doing in them, he's going, they're going to bring some old in, and we better allow it when the old comes in. And I'm talking about older people with some old ways. And they're going to be set free, and they're going to be saved. And I hear that. We accept you, and thank God you're here. We're excited. I love you, but sometimes I get tired of the old you. I'm speaking to me. I'm speaking to me. I want the new you. I'm tired of the old. I'm tired of the old sin. I'm tired of the old rejection. I'm tired of that old shame. I want to see you free. Show me the new, God. Come on, do you hear that? Man, when God is doing something brand new, you can't be set in your old ways. Or it will affect and hinder the quality of this new thing. It's almost like getting a brand new car. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it where God told me to put it so that you'll receive it. There's nothing greater than getting a brand new car. Am I right? Not, now listen, not one that's been used but brand new, no miles, brand new leather seats, brand new smell, a brand new fragrance. There's nothing greater to receive the brand new. But here's what happens a lot of times, and I'm talking about God. When he begins to do something brand new, it would almost be 
You've been driving this brand new car for, I don't know, a couple of weeks. And you take it back to the dealer and you say, you know what? Do you still have my other car? Yeah. You know those old cloth seats? You know, could you take out these brand new leather seats and replace it with the old? Because I don't like the way it feels. And as crazy as that would be, nobody in their right mind would do that. That's what we're doing. God begins to do a new work in you. God begins to do a new thing in you. And then you go back to that old, stinky, spotted, stained, ripped up thing. And your car's stinky. Because of the old. You hearing this? I want you to think about what is leather. Don't worry, I'm going to get to a passage here in a minute. What is leather? It's skin. Think about it. Why would anyone take out the new skin and replace it with the old skin? Turn with me or look on the screen at Luke chapter 5. We're going to read 36 through 39. This is Jesus talking. Guys, Jesus is talking today. I don't know if you know this, but at the very beginning, that was Jesus talking. This right here, this is all in red. This is Jesus talking. I love it when Jesus talks. Is he talking? Is he talking to you? Yeah. And I love it because he uses a parable here about the old and the new. The old skin versus the new. Yeah. Have you ever heard the term, you need to get some thick skin? That's the world's way. You need to get new skin. Because thick skin is hard. Thick skin, I can't be touched. Thick skin is callous. That's the world's way. God says you need to get new skin. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Luke 5, starting with 36. No one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch up an old one. Well, I'd hope to shout not. Otherwise, they will have torn the new garment, and the patch from the new will not match the old. Say, no match. Hmm. Verse 37, and no one pours, now get this, no one pours new wine into old wineskin. What are we talking about today? New skin versus old skin. Otherwise, the new will burst the skin because it can't contain it. It can't maintain it. Hear that? Does anyone feel like today that you're about to burst? Do you feel like you're about to burst? The anxiety, the stress, the worry. Are you about to burst? Chances are you've brought the old into the new. And here's what happens when we do this. Look at, continues to say this. The new will run out. Let me say that again. The new will run out. You continue to bring some old stuff, that new will run out. And the wineskin will be ruined. Do you feel like you're running out? Running out of steam, running out of patience, running out of knowledge, running out of the anointing, running out of the gift. Do you feel like running out of hope, running out of joy, running out of peace? 
You brought some old into the new. Verse 39, new wine. Oh boy, this is, this is powerful. New wine must be poured into new wineskin. Ah, oh, get this. And no one after drinking old wine wants the new. Let me say that again. No one after drinking old wine wants the new. For they say, the old is better. And this is why we bring the old into the new, because to the flesh, to my taste buds, to my senses, it's so much better. Can we just go back to those old songs, Tracy, you know, maybe some hymnals, because the old way was better. You know, that old sound, that old tradition, that old religion, why we got to do this new stuff. Old way is better. I was comfortable in the old. I was in charge in the old. I was in control. I'm going to tell you something right now. We cannot do things from here on out ever again the old way. Satan's up to new tricks. New temptations. New principalities. New assignments, new attacks that we did not see coming. We've got to have a new prayer, a new walk with God, new way of reading the Word, new way of getting up every day, new way. You better get the new. We will not be destroyed. Our wine skin will not burst because we will keep the new in this service and in our life. Amen? New. I like it. The old way. The old way was better. Yes, the old way might be better, but it'll make you bitter. Wine is bitter. And the reason we prefer the old wine over the new, it's been setting in its old ways for way too long. Hear that again. i rather the old wine than the new because it's been setting long been setting long just being still not being used it's just being still and it's not being used how long you gonna stay still and not being used and if I set too long in my old ways anything new will make me bitter why because I'm not being used so anybody else around me who's being used makes me bitter at them because I really know that's what I should be doing can I be can I just be real I get bitter at the new sound and the new lights and the new idea and the new people and the new way. Going to rub me the wrong way every time. Because anything new requires me to change. And I don't want to change because I'm setting my old ways. You, you keep on setting in your old ways, you're going to stay the same in your health, in your marriage, in your life, and with your children, in your family. You just keep staying the same way. And the same way is going to stay the same way. But when you want change and when you want God to answer your prayer, you're going to have to do something new. There is a part you have to play in this story. When a new season comes, there needs to be shedding of old skin to embrace the new skin. Hear that. Even a snake knows this. When a new season comes, it will shed its skin. And I sense that some of you need to be shedding some things. You need to shed some relationships, maybe. You need to shed a friend. You need to shed unforgiveness. You need to shed that hurt. You need to shed the hatred, the blame. 
We've got to shed it. And I heard God say, shed the old so I can give you the new. But until you do, I can't do for you. Hear that. A new season requires new skin. In the parable in Luke, every time I've heard it, every time I've read it, I've put all the focus, it tends to be on the wine. The new wine. The new spirit. The new Holy Spirit. But let me say this. There's something to be said here about the skin. It's the skin that determines the outcome of the wine. The skin you're in determines your outcome. Hear that? So we don't need to get thicker skin. We need to get new skin. God's about to change your skin. I hope you're hearing this in the spirit. I told you it's going to be different. It's going to be different. He's about to change your appearance where you're not even going to look the same. He's going to exchange your expressions. He's going to change the way people see you. They're going to see it on you. He's going to change the complexion. Come on. You know, even Jesus, when he was risen and rose from the grave, he left the old behind. That's why they couldn't recognize him. Like literally, physically, they could not recognize him. And did you know Jesus had ruddy skin? Ruddy, rough skin before he died. Think about it. You're about to be unrecognizable to the people out there because of the new skin that God's about to give you because of the new wine that's coming in. Get ready. And it's a wine that doesn't come from the world. It's the kind of wine that it won't just numb the pain, it'll get rid of the pain. You're taking in the wrong wine. Some of you in here, you're sipping it. You're taking in the wrong wine. Once you taste the wine of the Holy Spirit, you'll never go back to the old wine. Some of you need to get filled with the Holy Spirit. There's nothing greater than it. You talk about being on a high. It's amazing. I told you this message is about to go a little different right here, right now. Because here's what we have to know when we're talking about skin. And I love to be spiritual and stay there. But let's be real. Jesus created, God created skin. Like flesh. Flesh. I mean, he created the soul. He created the mind. He created the spirit. But he also created the body. We got some skin. We're in some skin. I see skin today. So I'm going to go there for a minute. Is that okay? No needle can change the skin. Love you, J-Lo, you got that glow. But there is no glow like the glory of God. There was such a fire and a glow of the glory of God on Moses. And I sense in my spirit that is how he's going to come upon you. It's going to be a glory and a fire that will set and rest on your face. To where the enemy can't even look at you. He is blinded by you and the presence of God on you where he can't get to you like he used to get to you. Because that thing's blinding his view. You hear that? Okay. 
in the natural, trillions are spent on skin. Right now, in America, the number one money industry is on skin. Okay? Last year, now this is during COVID, <laughs> Americans, Americans, yes, that's us, we spent over $9 billion on plastic surgery. That was last year during COVID. According to the studies, the average woman, not the high-maintenance woman. <laughs> this is just the average woman. Get this. She will spend a month $300 on her appearance, which adds up to about $3,000 a year. But now hear this, doesn't sound like a lot, but they say over the course of time and a lifetime, she will spend over $300,000 on skin. It's a lot of money for skin. In the year of 2020, 16.5 billion, now this is 2020, billion was spent on Botox and fillers. I'm a contributor. <laughs> I'll own it, and I'm needing some right now anyway. There's a lot of emphasis put on the epidermis. A lot. I want you to think about this. If we didn't have skin, we'd all look alike. Minus the color of our eyes and hair. If we didn't have skin, we would all look alike. However, we would die. Because you have to have skin to live, or you would evaporate. Hear this. Skin is the biggest organ on your body. It's the biggest organ. Skin is what protects the body. Skin is what holds the body together physically. But also skin is what has separated us and divided us. Because not everybody likes red and yellow, black and white. And they are not precious in his sight. Because they're set in their old ways. Our society is bursting with rage all because of what's on the skin. Remember what it said in Luke about if you stay and you put the old into the new, it will burst it. And we are bursting with rage. And this is why Jesus said the wineskin will burst. If you do things the old way, you can't put the old into the new. And I want to say this to you, hear this strong. As a church, the old way of doing things won't work in this new culture that's coming up. Please hear this, we're going to lose them. We will lose them if we try to get them to conform to our own ways. This is why we cannot stay set in our own ways. Right now we have a generation coming up. They're going to look different than you. They're going to dress different than you. They're going to sound different. They're going to sing different. They're going to praise different. They're going to preach different. And instead of judging it, we must embrace it and get the skin they got maybe and join them because can I tell you why? Revival is going to come through them. We must join them and not be separated. They will be tatted up. They will be pierced up. This, this clothing won't make sense. But it doesn't matter what's on the outside. That's of no importance. It's what's underneath that skin. 
And God says, listen to this, it's more than skin deep. Receive them. They're coming in. Accept them. Don't reject them. The whole reason Jesus used the parable about the old skin versus the new skin, can I tell you why? Because I started in the middle of that whole chapter. Because in verses before that, listen to this, the religious leaders and Pharisees were putting these expectations on Jesus to do it the way they did it. Which was the old way of doing things. Uh Uh-huh. Hear that. The Pharisees were stuck in their old ways and old structures and old systems and old regulations. Their attitude was our way or the highway, Jesus. So Jesus broke, get this, all religion, all tradition by not eating, or sorry, by eating at that wedding. That's what it was all about. Why are you not fasting? You and your Pharisees, why aren't you? You're not fasting. You're eating this cake. What are you doing? Uh He didn't do, listen, Jesus didn't do what they expected him to do. Hear that. And they judged him. And they persecuted him. And they ridiculed him. And so many times, I want you to hear this, you're limited because you're living under the expectation of others. And you're doing what others expect you to do instead of what God has called you to do. It's keeping you from being who he's chosen you to be because you are under the expectation of others. But what does God expect from you? Hear that. There was an expectation put on Jesus at that wedding to act a certain way and do a certain thing. And he went against their expectations. And I do believe as a church, we have certain expectations for our children, for the generation coming up, but we might got to let it go. Hear that? A lot of times people put expectations on you to either control you, use you, or live through you. Get new skin. Get new skin. Don't let anyone put their old wine skin on you or you will burst. Some of you right now, I asked you all ago, do you feel like you're about to burst? Can I tell you why? Because people are putting things on you that don't go on you. They're putting their old skin on you. You're, you're new. You can't get around the old. You can't let their old get on you. You know, even David, before he went and and did what he did with with Goliath, Saul put my mantle on. Would have destroyed him. It would have killed him. There was an expectation of Saul that he wanted David, do it this way, do it my way. Thank God David didn't do it his way. Hear that. And this was a leader in David's life. Mom and dads, I'm including myself. You might as well just put your toes underneath your chair for a minute. We cannot put our expectations on our children. We want them to live like we lived. We want them to do what we did. We want them to be who we've been. It is stifling them from being who God's chosen them to be. We can't live through our kids and have a redo. 
You had your chance. Let them have theirs. And I'm talking to myself. I can own that. This also goes for each other in the body of Christ. We can't shun one another because you don't act like me. Because you don't sin like me. You don't worship like me. Boy, Tracy, oh, it was amazing she did a message at Believe, the conference. And it's like she said, we're not condoning their, their sin, but we also can't judge the skin they're in. And here's the reality, where they are, maybe you're really further in your faith and your walk with God. But remember when you were there. So instead of judging them where they are, won't you pull them where you are? Do you get that? Their wine skin might look different than yours, and it's supposed to. And that's okay. <laughs> Don't let the new wear off, face sinner. I hear that. Don't let the new wear off. A new wineskin's coming. New people are coming. New sounds are coming. New glory's coming. New is coming, and so we can't bring the old into the new, or it will run dry, and it'll run it. It'll run it. I'm sure you're wondering what these are. Of course, you know what they are. But what do they represent? Skin. This new leather. There's nothing like it. Skin. You know what? If I was to buy a brand new pair of Nike Airs, Jordans, shoes, now hear this. I don't even know if that's what they are. <laughs> but get this. I would not take out the insoles of the new shoe and put in my old sole. It's stanky. Craig, I love you, but you stink. This is your soul I'm talking about. I said, Craig. Oh, oh, oh. I'm ignoring you. I'm never going to talk about you. Love you. Just kidding. Yes, these are Craig Jamison's. Did you just catch what I said? God's given you a new soul. Why would you take out the old soul and put it into the new? That's this whole wineskin thing. If, 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 if you can't understand that, nobody in their right mind would do that. But spiritually, we are doing it. He has given you a new in soul. It's in your soul. Don't take it out and put in a new soul or an old soul. Hear that. Man. How do we accept the new soul? Because it hurts sometimes. Can I be honest? When you get a new soul at the beginning, when it's brand new, it'll hurt you. But you got to break it in. You got to break it in. See, a lot of us don't want to be broke in. 
Can I be honest with you? How do you think breakthrough happens? By being broke in. And if you don't want to be broke in some areas, oh, we don't hear this preached a lot. But I tell you what, I can see who you can be in God, and it's almost like a wild horse, and God wants to break you and train you and make you the champion you have always been chosen to be. But in order to have this breakthrough that you're crying for and that you want, you're going to have to be broke in some areas. Do you, do you get this? How many of you, and I'm, I'm done, and praise team, you can make your way up. We're going to end with a song. Man, 11.30, look at that. When I, the Lord gave me this message, and I told you it's different. How many of you have ever been to Walmart? Did you know at Walmart they sell new skin? <laughs> Jaden sat back there, son, do you remember the time I put the new skin on that open womb? It was not good. Mama's so sorry about that. I think I scarred him for life. Okay, well, I don't, okay, raise your hand if you know what this is. Yeah. It's liquid skin. And so if you have a cut or you have an opening, you put this liquid new skin on the open, broken wound. But get this, it's going to burn like. Just at the beginning. Just at the beginning. Endure the new skin. Endure this new beginning. You are so close to walking on the water with Jesus. When I put that new skin on Jaden, you know what he did? He screamed, ran to the kitchen, and washed it off. I'm like, well, you just went through all of that for nothing. I said, you need to do it again. He goes, I am never. <laughs> but can I be real with you? When Jesus puts the anointing and that oil on you, oh, sometimes it burns the flesh. Don't wash it off. Keep it on because you're about to get new skin. And it's a new one skin, says the Lord. Amen? Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Man, praise God. Thank you, Pastor. Okay, what did I tell you? It's going to be different, right? Do you trust the God in me? Okay. For some of you, there were some things, and y'all can just start playing as long as you can hear me talking for a little bit. I just want to give you an instruction. This is going to be wild. It's going to be different. Some of you, you got the old on you. You're in the old. At the beginning, I said you're stuck in your old ways. You want out. During this song, and I'm going to do it. Jesus was always doing some peculiar things when he would do things for people. Like when he spit in the dirt and he healed the blind man. Okay? This is Sunday morning. 
I bet this has never been done on a Sunday morning in a church service, but we're about to do it for those that are willing. We can either stay in the old or we can step into the new. And during this song, when you're ready, if you want to, and you might not need to, I will not manipulate you to do anything. You hear my heart. Some of you are going to take off your shoes. During this song, you're going to take off your shoes. Even your socks, if you're wearing them. Because you're in some old. And the moment you take off your shoes, some of you, oh, I know it's crazy, isn't it? But I'm ready to get rid of religion and tradition and systems. I saw you taking off the old and stepping on holy ground into the new. That's what I saw. A new marriage, a new baby, a new family, a new beginning, a new ministry, a new anointing, a new sound. This is your faith. That's all it is. You might have to step away from the people you're around to take off the old that's on you. And that's okay. So during this song, when you're ready, have faith. Take your shoes off if that's you. If you are in some old, I know I am. Amen.